And would you look at that? We are now currently live. Here all day. In vivo. In what? In vivo. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, how do you say uh, run that intro? <laughs> now, now you're trying to get too fancy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. I'll say it in English. Run the intro. Here we go. Shut up and sit down. <laughs> I know how to say the Sparta. <laughs> oh, bala, bala. Sparta. Anyway. This is Sparta. No, the Sparta. Like fire. Okay. <laughs> anyway, what's up, I everybody? Yeah. Fuego. That's fire as well. Okay. Uh, you know, but uh, the Sparta is like guns specifically. All right. Fire okay. the gun. You know, like shoot the gun. Or shoot. Sure. The Sparta shoot, really. All right. So welcome, <laughs> sure. everybody, to the Couch Live. No, no, this is not the Couch Live. This is Dope and Dharma, man. What's up, everybody? It's Dope well, and Dharma, te- the We the te- Middle te- version. Yeah, there you go. The We the Middle version. We the, we the Middle edition of uh, Dope and Dharma. I am the street certified dope doctor, Louis Delgado, along with you with my partner, Trinity Phillips, the Dharma guy. What's up? What's up? What's up? All right, man. I'm assuming Looking you can hear me, right? I forgot to ask you before. Uh, yeah, yeah, I can on. hear you. Sound and everything. I can hear you. All right, good, good. And uh, let me ask little Robert. Robert, is it okay that you're on on camera? Yes, Robert said yes. My little uh, voodoo doll. <laughs> well, uh, well, he Robert. wasn't technically on camera before you did that, though. So. Well, but I wanted him on. I, w- I want him to give us uh, good okay. good luck and, and and all that jazz. Uh, you know. So remember, Trinity, you want to tell everybody how they can see us and watch us? There's Richard Coleman right there. So perfect time. Hey, what's up, ahead. Richard? Um, yeah. So uh, right now, if you want to watch us live. Uh, you could do it on Facebook, YouTube, or uh, Twitch, and each one of those would be Dope and Dharma. Um, <clears throat> and uh, that's if you want to watch our beautiful faces live. Uh, it would be Monday evenings when we do uh, the couch, which is related to drug and alcohol related issues. Mm-hmm. Um, on Tuesdays is Dharma time, which is more of a spiritual kind of. Uh, let's talk about philosophy and finding happiness. And then it seems like right now we're on the schedule of doing on Fridays where we'll do We the Middle slash uh, The Morning After where we talk about, you know, politics and sports and things of that nature. So yeah. uh, if you want to watch us live, you can not, do that. Yeah. And since it's not football season, we're going to do a lot more We the Middle than Morning yeah. After. Because yeah. really, even though it's a sports show, we really only give a damn about football. Yeah, pretty so. much. <laughs> so anyway. So, but yeah. And, and as of today, you know. If you saw the live post and you saw our topics, and we'll get to those in here in a minute. But as always, you can see on the screen, if you want to hear us, you can do, um, you can follow us on social media. He is at the Dope Doctor. I am at the Dharma Guy. And then collectively, we are at Uh, Dope and Dharma. Right. And and like you said, you know, if you want to have a comment, if you want to be part of the show and you're watching on any of those platforms, please, uh, please do so. Like right there, Richard Coleman, uh, Facebook Live. If you're watching this instead of just listening, you see that he said next Tuesday's Election Day. Boom. All right. That's right. And that's important for him because he's running. Yeah. Richard, why don't you put right there what you're what you're running for? Let's let's put that up there. I would love to, to see that. Maybe somebody's listening and watching from that area. Uh, maybe, Richard, if you share it in your area, maybe they would know that you're running. A little bit That's more. right. I'm sure there's Richard Coleman signs all over the place. All right. <laughs> you would hope, right? If he's running. Yeah, that's awesome. You know, it's always uh-huh. good. You know, it, it's always good, Trinity, when, when we know politicians before they become politicians to see if they stay in touch. Exactly. Right? You know, it's exactly. almost like like athletes and musicians and everything like that to know them before they become too famous and then they don't give us any any more attention. You know what I mean? No but more luckily, love. Uh, yeah. No more yeah, love. Yeah. North Carolina. All right. Well, the whole state of North Carolina, Richard? Seriously? Well, he says, uh, uh, Ir- "Iridale County Commissioner." Oh, okay. Tell your right, tell your right, district, Richard. Be specific. 
Right. Right. Yeah. No, no, no wonder he wasn't putting it on, uh, because, uh, you know, he couldn't even spell Iredell. Uh, right. you know, <laughs> so anyway, exactly. awesome. All right. So Trinity, um, let's, let's get into it then. Um, the first topic for today's show is, uh, Tom Brady. And now you may yes. be asking why Tom Brady is on this people. You may be going, what does Tom Brady have anything to do with we the middle well not so much anything for we the middle but here's what it does because he does get controversial in one way in sports you have those that that, that poo poo and hate on him like trinity for no good reason and then you have people like me who i did not like him to win i did not ever want him to win but i became a tom brady fan because of all the naysayers because of all the people like trinity who was constantly trashing him then wow. i i started backing him up and being like nah man Give the boy a break because the dude has already proven himself. He's got rings. He's got he's got success. Um, you know, at the end of the day, I don't care how good your system or coaches are. You got to be the warrior that steps out on that field and you got to perform that game plan. And time after time and time, he did it and fulfilled that game plan. So I was a big fan that he went to Tampa and actually showed the world that he was uh, at least uh, deserving of some of the titles he was given because he went to a brand new team that was in the tank and then took him to the Super Bowl and won the Super Bowl. So boom. Um, you know, I became a Tom Brady fan from that. Uh plus he just seems like a cool dude. He just seems, you know, I mean, you know, he just seems cool. So we're talking about him today because we finally know what he's gonna do after football. I mean, I don't know when that is. I mean, that could be when he's, he's sixty, right? Training to be more rich. <laughs> right, right. Three hundred you know, and what, three hundred and seventy five million just stay like studly. Yeah, he stays studly, man. There's there's a couple of these guys like the Aikmans of the world who like yeah. they just still look cool. You know, what yeah, I mean? he he did but, not uh, look that that cool in his uh, no. combine pictures. No, no, it's the worst picture on earth. The, the combine <laughs> yes. is the worst picture he has. He looked like a little yes. dork. Yes. Um, and I and, and I gotta I gotta admit, Trini, that's probably why I I didn't like him as much. Besides that, he was on the Patriots, but I just thought he he just didn't seem as cool as some of the other quarterbacks were out at the time. Well, you know he looked I mean? like and what I, he was at the time. He was yeah. a non-starter yeah. and couldn't right. get on the field in Michigan. Right. And when he went to the pros, he was a backup behind Bledsoe. Right. However, when he got his opportunity, of course, he right. ran with it. But as yeah. you can tell, as as his fame and money grew, his looks started to grow as well. You know, he started yeah. to have enough money to get his hair done and well, you know, change his clothing a little bit, get a you know a stylist. Well, that's where Giselle comes into the picture. <clears throat> sure, right. sure. She saw that little diamond. <laughs> yeah, she was, she was like, yeah. you need you need a makeover. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. my my daughters get with guys like that. Look, if any of them are watching, whether it's John or Matias, I mean, dude, our daughters are like that. They they like shine them up a little bit, make them look better because they don't come in looking that good, uh, you know. But my daughters see something in them that that uh, that they like, so you know they start dressing better, they start acting better, they start being better. So uh, you know, sure. you know, a woman does that to you, Trinity. If you get with a good woman, I mean, you, you know, you know, and she has some fashion sense to her. You know, <laughs> well, my, my my attire has gotten worse over the years, so I don't know what that says about Angel. Well, maybe I should keep my mouth shut then before I get. <laughs> well, <laughs> when I first met her, I would dress up a little bit more, but as the years have gotten by, I've gotten more comfortable and, and it's gotten hotter. My, now my attire is basically tank tops and shorts everywhere I go. You know what? I'm one of those guys too. I used to always be dressed up when I first moved from LA. I, I don't. I don't even think I ever wore jeans. I was always dressed up. Always had jewelry on. And then as time went on, I just got more casual. Now I wear flip flops. Damien got me to wear flip flops. She's <laughs> not gonna get me. She's not gonna get me to be like like barefoot. Like that woman can walk barefoot anywhere. But I'm I'm not doing right. that. But it, that's that but anyway, Kentucky this, in her. 
Yes, exactly. This is a clear water, bro. You better say clear water. You're going to get in trouble. All right. So, so, but we're talking about Tom Brady. So how do you feel that he, so, so this is what I thought was weird. So Troy Aikman and Joe Buck, um, for those of you that don't know, they're not going to be announcing football anymore on Fox. Right. So, but Fox didn't even make a play. I didn't even know that Fox didn't even make a play. They didn't even make a play to keep Joe Buck and, and Troy Aikman, which I mean, they did a decent job, you know, um, but it wasn't spectacular. I don't think anybody was watching. I, first of all, I don't think anybody watches football for the announcers. Um, no, but 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 uh, but they they at least they they did a decent job. But when they left, you know, Fox just let them walk, and 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 I don't think anybody knew well, what what direction is Fox going to take. And then they go and make this outrageous purchase of Tom Brady after football, and it's a real interesting thing, right, Trinity? It's after football. It's not even like a next year contract. Or anything. It's like after football. Well, yeah, I think the assumption is going to be now moving forward. This will be his last year. I mean, he already basically retired and came back. So, right. and now he's signed this insane deal right. of like three hundred some million dollars. The assumption, I think, is right. is moving right. forward. He's going to probably call it quits right. after this year. Okay, look, look at Richard. So, no body <laughs> watch. You're right. Not a body. Eyeballs watch football. Nobody does, but eyes do. <laughs> You know, so uh, yes, I, I gotta, I gotta admit that I watch. I don't watch it like I used to, but I definitely watch it. And oh, for those like of you that. who are listening outside of the states, we're talking about American football, not soccer. No, um, yeah, sorry, sorry about that. Although I do yeah. watch World Cup and I do watch Cruz. I do watch World Cup as well. I, I am a big fan of the World Cup, yeah. uh, but I am a homer, right? Like I, I root solely for the United States. Although um, I did really? like it that one year when France won because I liked uh, uh, that one guy. Um, I can't remember his name at the moment. The guy who headbutted him. I like Good. That. I'm glad you didn't remember France. Really? You watch yeah. France? Well, then, yeah. Well, I don't watch them. Don't that year that they won, I liked it because uh, Zinedine be Zidane. That was his name. Don't be but. nothing. Nothing <clears throat> bothered me more than when I was in school and somebody would take French class. You know, and I'm sitting there. <laughs> what the hell are you taking French class for? You, you know, you Rudy Poot. I mean, you know, there, there, there's so many languages that are so beneficial to yourself in business or public or you, because your roots and you want to learn, you want to know it. But France, French. Really? I guess it's for a what? good thing that, that our listeners mostly are not from France. So you just didn't you didn't offend anybody. Yeah. Hey, sorry, Canada. <laughs> sorry, Canada. Uh right. you know, my, look, my wife took French in school, and to this day she'll get a, a French word mixed up with a Spanish word, and I'll still get on her bike. Really? Wow. Seriously? Yeah, but anyway. Uh so Tom Brady, congratulations on that contract. I think that's really cool. It'll be interesting to see if he uh if he could uh, do what Romo and uh with what Romo has done or what uh uh Aikman is done. I'm really. I think he's going to be really good. I I got to be honest. I got sure. a feeling he's going to be really good at it. Um, probably well, even better than Romo. Yeah, probably because this guy reads fast, man. He he reads uh, defenses so fast when he's playing. I can only imagine what it's like to to hear him read it when he's right. not playing. It's, I I also have enjoyed the 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 Mannings. You know, watching the Mannings. Yeah, of course. Uh, you know they they've been really good at. Yeah, they're at hilarious. So, mm-hmm. So I, I look forward to it. So that's all about Tom Brady. So, you know, uh, another reason for you guys to, to hate Tom Brady, if you hate Tom Brady, or another reason to love Tom Brady, if you love Tom Brady, that uh, soon, coming soon to a, you know, a television near you when Fox is playing a, a football game, you're going to be listening to Tom Brady. Now, who's going to have with him? Don't know Who yet. Knows? Yeah. All right. What's the next topic? All right. Now we're getting into the, now we're getting into the political stuff. So oh, this is uh, the real next one is, stuff is, right is here. yeah, this is the protesting rules. Um, Go ahead. First of all, can you explain why we're called We the Middle real quick for the people that are first gen- listening to us? Uh, yeah, well, we're We the Middle because neither one of us uh, lean too far right or left in our pol- political stance. We like to think that we represent Middle America, right? Or not even really Middle America, I think. I think most 
average people, no matter what country you're from, no matter what your political stance is, I think that a lot of us, you know, try to be decent. We try to be reasonable, you know, and we understand that not everybody thinks the same way that we do. And I think that that's the perspective we try to come from, you know, on all the topics is I I think that, uh, you know, we're kind of in the middle, man. We we understand both sides. Uh, We have our opinions, of course. But at the end of the day, we understand that our opinions, you know, aren't necessarily what rules whatever nation we're talking about. Yeah, neither one of us got jumped into the Crips or the Bloods. We, uh, <laughs> exactly. We're, we're registered independent. So, all right, so protesting rules. So, Trinity, all right. Now, we know the Roe versus Wade. We talked about it last week. If you want to yes. go watch that show, go back yeah. and, and watch last week's show. It's it, it's up there. Trinity can show you how to get there. Uh, however, you know, protesting always goes along with whatever people don't like. And that's fine. I love it. I think protesting has its place. I think it's necessary. Um, it's not only in this country. We have protesting all around the world. Uh, and yeah. in, in, but it comes with some rules of engagement, just like war. War has rules. You may, yes. not, you may not think so, but there are rules of engagement. The Geneva Convention. Right. There are rules. And if you break those rules, then, like, supposedly, like, Hellfire and Brimstone comes in and gets you. Like, you know, <laughs> uh, well, they did have the really- Nuremberg trials. So, I mean, they did, you know, crack the whip right. a little bit. Well, they hang you. They hang you, yeah. If you're the leader and you br- and you break, that's why I think Putin doesn't want to be called a war criminal. Like when, when uh, <laughs> yeah, when Biden said something that made him sound like a war criminal, I was like, whoa, 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 no, because that's a hanging. That's there's no coming back from that. Yeah. The world will hang you. Um, but uh, so I have no problem with the protesting. Uh, I don't know. I don't know about you. I do have a problem though sometimes, Trinity, of where they do it. Now I'll explain. Well, I'll explain. I think there's two distinguishments that need to be made though. Right. Like the first one is there's a massive difference because I know where we're going to take this um, and it's not necessarily about what this is. So I want to make sure we do get it out there. There's a massive difference, Mm -hmm. guys, between protesting and rioting. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, let's make that distinguishment. Protesting peacefully is, is, you know, uh, getting a permit or being where you're supposed to be, uh, you know, uh, uh, voicing your concern with whatever it was that you disagree with. Uh, and at least in this country, I know we have the right to do that. It's a, it's a, it's in our constitution. We can do that. Right. And, and I have no problem with people, you know, uh, applying that right. right. I don't think that rioting was where you're hurting people. You're breaking into things. You're setting things on fire. You're looting. No, I yeah. do not agree with that in any That's way, shape, protest. or form. And I think if you are rioting, looting, that you should face whatever legal consequences are coming your way. So I just want to make sure protesting. we. Yeah, well, I agree, but I think in this. Lately in this country, we've we've gotten to the point where protesting slash rioting is kind of blurred a little bit. So I just want to make sure we understand a very distinct difference between those two. Okay, okay, fair, you know, duly noted. Um, you know, but I don't know about your neighborhood. Do you have any like protests that that happen like in your neighborhood? Like, do you ever see them on the corners or, uh, or anything like that? <laughs> no, the only thing I no? I don't I don't see anything in my direct neighborhood. But the only thing I see driving to and from my neighborhood is sometimes I'll see somebody on the street corner tell me Jesus wants to, well seeing jesus wants to save my soul and stuff like that but another nothing political oh that's different yeah that's different but yeah 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 um yeah we we get it sometimes over here in new smyrna beach uh like sometimes the, the on the left side of the street would be the fours and on the left side of the street would be the against whatever issue um which is cool it's fine and and the honker you know people will honker you know honk for this or honk for that right. and, and that's fine and, and and those are cool cool so here are the two times that i really get bothered about where you protest number one i don't like when they stop freeways <laughs> you know, no you know don't get in the road don't get in the road. i don't mind yeah. you on the side of the road you could be on the side of the road with your little picket sign and, and, and voice your opinion fine fine do it 
don't get in the road. Just don't be in the road and, and prevent me from going where I got to go because then it just, you know, it, it can cause conflict and problems, right? I don't yeah. like that. I don't like when you stop traffic. I agree. The second, 100%. The, the second is, I don't know about you, Trinity, but my home is my sanctuary. That's the, I don't care if I, you don't like me. I don't care if you want to shut me up. You don't talk to me at the office or when I'm out in public doing something. But if you would show up at my house to say, hey, by the way, Louie, the thing that you said on that last broadcast, I have an issue with that. Right. That's that's not going to fly. Don't come to my house. I don't think that uh, people should ever come to your house to protest. And the reason we have this up today and want to talk about it today is because I wanted to see if. Is that an unusual opinion? I mean, can we not agree on the the, the the people that are going to the actual Supreme Court justices' houses or neighborhoods to protest? Are you guys okay with that? Because I'm not imagining that most people would be okay with that. I mean, take take the, the reason they're protesting out. You got to take that out. There's a difference. The rules are different than the actual protest. So that's why I wanted to talk about it today. What, what, what do you think about that? What, what does that say? What is Marissa saying right there? Stopping people from going to work was a big problem for you. Yeah, it was. It, it was definitely. Yeah. Um, and then and there's Kathy Phillips saying, yeah, see Trinity, 436 and Curry 4 Road during the elections. They, they go on the left sure. side and the right side, right? All right. Yeah. So so what do you think about that so far, Trinity, uh, about what I'm saying? That, that there should be some sort um, of rules that people all follow, right? So I, I tried to think about this in the most reasonable way I could, right? My knee-jerk reaction, just emotionally, I agree with you 100%. You know, stay away from my home. Period. Um, having right. said that, having said that, right? Okay. I'm not going to pretend like I don't understand the mindset in certain situations. And let me explain. Okay. Okay. I don't agree with it with the Supreme Court justices only because they're not an elected position. Uh, their job is strictly to interpret the law. If you right. don't like the law, then your job then is go to people who make the law. In our country, that's the legislature. Right. You need to go to those elected officials and tell them your displeasure. And, and if you have enough votes and, right. and if the <clears throat> all the constituents agree, then you change right. the law, which thereby would change the way the Supreme Court interprets said law. Right. So you're not supposed to try to influence or bully or whatever the Supreme Court. That's not no. the role that they play or we play in their lives. So in that yeah. instance, no, I don't like it at all. Right. However, I, mm. I'm not going to pretend like I don't get it if said politician that's in an elected position is not doing what you feel they should be doing as far as uh the will of the people do i do i i'm mixed right like i don't think you should but i understand it wanting to show to their house and getting them uncomfortable right because if you're that emotional about it and if it's affecting your home life in your home and you're wanting to speak up and say something about it like i totally get it right and the way i equivalent like the way i think of it is this <clears throat> years ago when I was a working man, you know, W2, there was supervisors that I would have to deal with sometimes. And they were kind of rude and, and, and nasty. And, and in that building, you know, they were the, the big boy on campus. In that building, they could say and do essentially what they wanted to because they were the managers. But what I always would try to remind them was we stopped at the same <laughs> gas station on the way to work. And, and, and just because, you know, in this building you have authority – when I see you at the gas station, we're both buying our coffee and get ready to go in or whatever it is that we're buying. You're an equal at that point. And so I might have something to say to you, you know, like, so, you know, 
I understand the accountability aspect, meaning if you're going to say and do things that's going to affect people's lives in a certain way, you have to understand that there's a certain amount of accountability that's going to come with that. And it might not always be in a way that you deem acceptable because they don't mm -hmm. have to, right? Like if they're legally allowed to do something, then you can't fault them for doing that. Now we can argue that we should change the law. You know, that's, that's debatable. And I, I think there actually is a law at the moment that you cannot protest the Supreme court justices house just to put right. that out there. That's not right. being enforced. Um, right. But like I said, I don't think you should do it with the Supreme court anyways. Um, but like if there was a certain politician that was, you know, uh, just what you feel to be destroying the livelihood of everybody around you. Do I think that you should just stop because it's his home? Uh, you know, I, I understand that perspective. Do I think that you should? No, I think you should have a public place, get your permits, do it out and, and, you know, for the world to see and kind of make a change that way. Mm -hmm. But I understand the mentality of the person that wants to go to their house and say, look, dude, you make my life uncomfortable. I'm making yours uncomfortable. I, I understand it because I've been angry before. Yeah. I've been angry lots of times and, 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 and I've gone to people's houses and, and committed uh, acts at their house. Uh, and yet I don't understand it because when I did that, I was an immature young punk that, that didn't have yeah. rules. Um, you know, this is, this ain't the street. This is real life. This is maturity. This is, this is the world in which we live in. This is our community. Um, I agree with Kathy uh, Phillips who, who said that, uh, you know, uh, everyone should have privacy in their homes and the family should be kept safe. From the, from the public. I agree with that. Um, and I, and I agree with Richard saying there's no difference. I mean, there's a big difference between protesting and intimidation. Um, here, here's my issue with this Trinity. My issue is that yes, you may have, you may, you may have a problem with a person and you may want to reflect that, that problem to them. But when you go to somebody's home, you become in the wrong. This, this is, this is not a place to do it. This, the, the family in which they have, the, the kids, the children, the neighborhoods, the neighbors, that is that is not a place for you to ever protest. Now you've become wrong. Um, and I'm, I'm very surprised that Hollywood, with all of its hating of people, the paparazzi being outside their fences and being outside their because they have the walls, they have the you know, they have the security, <laughs> you know, Hollywood has always lived yeah. behind security and fences and big old but walls. They need that and, paparazzi, too, though. Let's it, not it, pretend like they don't. I get it. But what I'm saying is they have been notorious for punching and hitting, running into paparazzi for getting in their face. Sure. I've heard zero uprising from Hollywood and this Hollywood, this is your opportunity to say, look, we don't like it. They don't like it. This, there's gotta be rules. You gotta be off the property. You gotta be away from it. Well, you know what? Politicians typically don't live behind a lot of walls and fences and stuff like that. A lot of them live in, in like uh those old type houses where there's the, there's the there's the house right there. You know, they don't have right. a lot of the same security measures sure. that, that, that Hollywood can afford. They don't have your millions of dollars, Hollywood. So where's the uprising? Why don't you jump up and say, uh, you know, let's let's make a law. If, if the current law is not working, let's strengthen the law. If the current right. rules of, of, of protesting aren't being followed, then let's let's increase it. That will protect you, Hollywood guys. And girls, uh, this would protect you because this is what you want. How many times have one of you gotten in trouble for punching a paparazzi person or feeling violated when you're trying to walk just to your car? People think that they can push you, punch you, say anything to you, spit on you, try to get Mike Tyson to punch them because then they can get a lawsuit. You know, <laughs> you know, I'm serious. There's, you know, people of, of public figure have been saying for a long time, look, it's hard, man. You guys make it very difficult sometimes for us to go in public. Well, you know what? A politician didn't ask for that part. They're asking to serve. And a, a Supreme Court 
Justice definitely didn't ask for this, for that part. Yeah. You know, you cannot influence a judge. And you know what? You shouldn't be able to influence a judge. No, As a matter you shouldn't. Of fact, if you can influence a judge, they shouldn't be a judge. Because Correct. just like Trinity said, their only, their only job is to interpret law, not public opinion. 99% exactly. of the public could be completely against what they're voting for. And it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I don't care yep. if 99.9% .9 of you are, are, are upset with, with what the Supreme Court justice is doing. You you should not be able to influence them because that little 1%, you know? Yeah, you that's know? not the way you do it. You do it through lawmakers. Law. Change the law. You have a problem? Yeah. Change the law. You know, come up with a better argument, a legal argument. You know, but 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 if they're making this decision, that's on them. And I'm not getting into the right or wrong of that. We did that last show. You can go to the last show. You can go watch it. You can see it. What I'm just simply saying is there should be rules to protesting and every single one of you should be for that. Nobody should be OK with this. And it's funny because I've heard news broadcasters be like, you know, yeah, we're, we're against it, but hopefully this works. Yeah, we're against yes. it, but hopefully they see that people want it different. See, you're talking out of both sides of your mouth. You're acting like. Like, like you understand that it's wrong, but then you're kind of like snickering in the back going like, see, people don't like it. No, it's not that people don't like it. Those people don't like yeah. it. That protester doesn't, doesn't represent me. Sometimes a, per, a protester does represent me. Sometimes they do. But in this case, that protester does not represent me. I don't know enough about the, the the legalities of what's going on for me to either go on either way right. on this. But what I do know is that you media junkies out there, and that's everybody. All of us are media junkies, right? We're all people that, that, that anytime you post something, you're a, you're part of media, right? Yep. Keep saying that that we're going to go to wire hangers, and this is this is illegalizing abortion. And you know what? If this does that, I'm remember this tape, and I'll say you guys were right. But until that, I don't I don't necessarily think that's true. And I don't think this country would ever go for that on a nationwide level. So I don't think that's true. But maybe I, right. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I'm going to say that right I now. Know. I could be wrong. I don't know. But uh, that's what you're telling everybody. And that's what that's what they're saying when they're protesting. They're not looking at it like to protect individuals rights other than than saying stuff like that. But let's not go to their houses. Do not go to people's houses. Stay out of my neighborhood. Um, you come into the neighborhood. That's a whole different rule of engagement that I'm going to abide by. And I'm totally uh, allowed to do so, but we don't want to see Supreme Court justices wielding guns. We don't want to see them getting into physical altercations. Uh, that that is that's destroying the fabric of who we are uh, as a people. I think I think that's just wrong. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I don't disagree with that stance. Uh, I'm just saying I understand mm -hmm. the mentality of the person that wants to. I mean, um, you know, if you're angry and right. you feel that these rules or things of that nature are affecting you in your home. Right. Uh, then you feel justified in going to their home. I don't think you are justified, but I get mm -hmm. like, I, there is common ground there. I understand where you're coming from. I just don't mm -hmm. think that that's the right approach to do it. Um, right. And I agree with you that I think there should be rules in place. And I think that those rules should be enforced. That's the problem right now right. is there are, there are rules in place that preventing them to go to the, right. uh, the homes of these justices. It's just not being right. enforced for some reason. Right. Um, and that I don't agree with. Like I said, uh, it's a complex issue in the sense of I don't think anybody should be protesting Supreme Court justices, period, home or wherever. Right. That's not we have right. different branches of government in this country. You know, <laughs> we right. have three of them and they're all right. separate for a right. reason. So if you don't like what the yeah. judicial branch is doing, then you go to the other branches or the legislative branch and you have them make a different law. Like it's that simple. That's that's why we have a vote. 
You vote people yeah. in, like, for instance, Richard Coleman. I'm sure he stands for things. And Richard's running for a councilman, and he's going to have, you know, local, some mm -hmm. version of local authority in your community. Right. And so if you're if you're in mm -hmm. his community in Carolina and he's running on a certain platform and you like his belief system and you think wow. he's going to make changes in your community that you like, that's who you vote for. You right. do your research, you talk to them, you figure out what they're doing and you make a vote. Right. And if, if we all collectively did that, we would realize that we actually run things right. in this country. We get so mad and so upset with these politicians and we blame them and blame them. They're just a reflection of us. Like right. they really only do what we let them get away with. At right. the end of the day, we keep voting them in because we as a collective don't really do our research. We get so focused on on national matters that we don't do our local yeah. stuff. We don't pay attention to it. We listen to sound bites. We call that research. No, you didn't really research anything. You went on social media. You saw a couple posts. One of your good friends said something and made a good point that, that confirmed your own bias. And then that's how you run with it. That's not research. Right. Like that's not you didn't actually go look any you didn't read the bill. You didn't like we have bills which right. I know we're gonna get into later on. There's a bill right. in this in this state right here. They called it the don't say gay bill. There's the word gay is nowhere in anywhere in that bill at all. Right. But you have people you're who jumping never, the gun, you're jumping the gun. Know, I'm just saying so so you know, the protesting, do it the way it's supposed to be done. And if you don't like the laws, get them changed. Vote the people in who who agree the same way you do. Right. Yeah. I, I can't agree more. I mean, I just, you know, it, it just bothers me. I just don't think that, uh, that that ever gets us anywhere uh, when, when you go to people's private residences of, of any type. And I don't care. And you know what else I don't like? I don't like you destroying um, abortion clinics. And I don't like you destroying uh, pro-choice uh, offices or buildings yeah. or, or, or places. I mean, I, I just think it's wrong. I think the threats are wrong. I don't like the writing that people put on the wall sometimes, whether they call them baby killers or, or whether they say, you know, you if you outlaw abortion, then, you know, then I'm going to hurt you. I just don't like it either. Either side, both both sides have its yeah. radicals and both sides are wrong. Yeah, well, you know I mean, you know, so Richard those, those things aren't protesting. Those things are, are volatile. So Richard made a comment that I, I think. I don't want to go under the radar. Let me put it back up on there. Okay. He said, in my opinion, this is simply a product of a lack of raising or a moral standard in America. We no longer are a society that can lose with grace or fight with respect. I, I want to that. touch on that because I agree 100%. I don't know when this happened, but sometime in my lifetime, we turned into right. a country that if you disagree with me, you are now evil. You're racist. Right. You're this, you're that. Like, there's no longer, hey, you know what? You just got a different perspective, you know, and you're allowed right. to have that. Like, we just disagree. I don't know yeah. when that went away, but like, that's not civility, guys. I mean, I can disagree with you and still be friends. Like, I can disagree with you. Like, like shoot, Louie and I disagree all the time. We're still friends. My mom, right. who's watching this, I'm sure, is we disagree. My wife, like, we don't agree on everything. I mean, that's right. not, I'm not looking for a yes man. You know what I mean? Like, this idea, though, that you can't disagree without getting violent, without, berating the other person without thinking that the other person is some sort of evil right. incarnate like right. when did that happen yeah and 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 listen and and, and on top of that 100 percent agree with you on that and i'm going to add to it. it just because someone disagrees with you you think they're idiots and you think they're wrong i mean look maybe maybe you might be wrong like i might be wrong on issues i love saying that because on on a lot of issues i might be wrong but for me yeah. and where i'm at and where i sit in my world it's 
It's what I feel and think. And my thinking and feeling isn't wrong. Isn't that what we're teaching our children? Oh, your thoughts are, are your thoughts. Your feelings are your yeah. feelings. Your what you your feel truth. is what you feel. If your truth is your truth, well, then what are you doing blaming someone else for their truth? Yeah. You know, if, if if you can identify as, as feeling angry about something, someone can identify of supporting it. Yep. But you can't have it both ways. You can't protect your right of your body and your feeling and your thought and then get mad at someone else for how they treat their body, their thought and their and, and what they feel. So hate is hate, man. It really bothers me when when people pretend and I'm going to say pretend you pretend to care about social people and social issues but at the same time you use words like hate or you attack or you really think that someone's an idiot and you bad and you and you bash you bash you hate you bully you do all these things that are aggressive and you defend it all based on purpose on your purpose you might be wrong and let me tell you something remember there's protesters on both sides so don't think just because you're a person that protests like protesters have changed the world yeah protesters have changed the world they've changed society for the better but there's always been protesters on the wrong side of that. There's yeah. protesters on both sides. Remember, so there's always been protesters against the changes yeah. that benefited the world. You might be on the wrong side. I really hate people thinking they know the future and always say, well, you'll see <laughs> yeah. you're on the wrong side of history. You'll see you're on the wrong side. You don't know. Yeah. You don't well, possibly there know. There was people in this country that protested ending slavery. There's people in this country who fought. They went to war to fight right. ending slavery. Uh, right. They were wrong. Right. Right. Right now, I can make a case for both sides. I can I can I can go along with the herd of angry people right now saying, you know, we're protecting women's rights, but I can also go along with the herd of of happy people that are saying we're protecting the lives of babies. I mean, so you you do know that could be framed like that, right? That you could say, look. We freed slaves. We freed women. Now we're freeing babies. You could make that argument, but so many of you yeah. go, no, 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 you can't make that argument. It's not about freeing babies. This is about a woman's right. And, and then all, and then that, and that's where you stop. It's like you have a stop point. Like all, all of a sudden, yeah. you know, progression. You don't want to progress there. You think progression ended at woman. What if progression continues to the life of the baby? I don't know. I don't know what the right is. Yeah. Here's what's beautiful. I don't have to know. I'm one individual, one vote, one opinion. That's what's beautiful. Now, if collectively we all feel a certain type of way, then we vote that way. Once those laws are in place, if the Supreme Court wants to support it, then that's their way. That's the correct way to do things. Not simply yep. thinking because I think it, because my friends think it, then we all must be right. Everyone must be right. Yeah. No. And then everything I, I, I hear, <laughs> look, again, I thought, look, we do know that Trump hasn't been in office for a while, right? Yet, you guys throw around you, 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 the left side. I'm talking to the left side specifically right now. You guys throw around this MAGA thing like it's a negative word. MAGA, MAGA, MAGA. You know what MAGA stands for, right? Mer make America great again. All right. If you could find the wrongness in, that, in that, those little four <laughs> words, I don't, know, I don't know how you made that a, a redneck deal. I don't know how you guys made that a, a KKK deal, but it's not. It's not. There's yeah. a lot of people that, you know, they'll say MAGA is wrong, but then they'll say we should buy American. MAG is wrong, but we should we should make things within the United States. We need to have the American worker should have this. You guys think and feel the same way. You do know that, right? You're just saying it different. Or like when you say it a certain way, all of a sudden it goes, oh, yeah, that just doesn't sound right. Right. You know, I hear all this complaining about baby formula. And then you hear about uh, baby formula going to illegal aliens. And, and Jesus, I, even me, I go, oh, no, don't bring up illegal aliens. Leave us out of it. Leave us out of it. Leave us out of it. <laughs> And I'm not saying us as an illegal alien. I'm saying us as Latinos. I don't, I don't, I don't want to be included in any of that. But right. I don't want anyone 
building up hate towards illegal aliens or building up hate towards Latinos. Hey, leave us alone. Leave, leave Latinos alone. We're not in this argument. You know what I mean? You guys, this this white black thing has been going on for a long time. Latinos, let's just step aside and let them fight this out again because they, <laughs> they seem to always have conflict with each other. You know what I mean? Let's right. just let's just chill out on that. But what I am saying is that if you think if it wasn't Latinos, I would have a problem with it. I, I would be non-biased. I am biased because I'm Latino. I'm biased because I'm Latino. I know that. But if I wasn't and you would say this formula is going to blankety blank other country or a citizen, I would have an issue with that, especially right. when I'm hearing supposedly there's a baby formula shortage. So these are these we all need to realize that we all have biases. We all have our own personal opinions, but there's a right way to do it. And going to Supreme Court Justice's house, that is not the way to do it. I just don't like it. I don't like going to don't come to my house. Don't go to their house. Don't go to anybody's house because then we'll come to your house. Yeah, yeah right. Um, are right, you ready to move on to uh, the next topic here? Um, what, is, what is Marissa saying? Uh, she was saying uh, uh, someone... I would have an issue. Yep, yep. I, I admit yeah. it. Yep, yep. Um, all, all right. right. So next, yeah, uh, let's let's uh, let, let's let's get Marissa ultra maggot. <laughs> move on. Yeah, that's funny. So the next let's one move, is uh, is cryptocurrency, right? So we do have the last okay. issue that we're going to go to is sexuality and gender in school, but to yeah, break yeah, it yeah. up just a little bit, we put uh, cryptocurrency yeah. in there because that's something that is on the tip of everybody's tongue at the moment and we've never really touched on it in great detail yeah. so why is that why why haven't we talked about this we both have money in crypto I, I think that's why <laughs> i think we're, we're both invested in, in in versions of crypto and so i think we're lo- reluctant to to voice on it because we're i think we i know i feel biased um but yeah i mean we uh, we full disclosure we're both invested in in crypto different right. ones um right. i know that's um the what was it, the last couple of days crypto just completely tanked all of them yeah. um yeah. but today they're all coming back up so yeah. i mean they're they're up significantly yeah. today actually and and that was early yeah. this morning so um yep. i do believe crypto is the wave of the future i'm so, one of those so, guys go ahead yeah g- give us a normal we the middle kind of response or answer but what the hell is crypto man for for people oh, what, what is it just man. just a basic run-of-the-mill kind of like when you say cryptocurrency i just want to see if i'm thinking the same thing you're thinking uh it's a digital currency basically that is is very very difficult to be hacked and it's also right. difficult to be tracked uh, i think the the main benefit to it is it gives uh, individuals access to banking that don't normally have access to banking right in certain countries in certain places people can't just walk in there and and, and open up a bank account and, and and trust that their money's safe and things of that nature mm. this gives those people an opportunity um it also cuts down a lot of the red tape and the bureaucracy when it comes to currency exchanges um mm. and i found that out firsthand believe it or not like yeah so a buddy of mine, I won't say names because it's actually illegal, and he's a cop, by the way, which I think is funny. Um, he's up in New but don't, York. Wait, wait, don't admit any crime on here, Trinity. I didn't break any laws. You said it's illegal. Not for me. Um, but uh, anyways, no, he's up witness. in New York. Now you're a witness. Have you ever heard of conspiracy charges, brother? Because let me tell you something. That it. really helped me come uh, come to this side <laughs> of the law. Yeah. Uh, knowing, knowing that conspiracy charges are real and the RICO Act, was real sure. i stay nice and clean well either way it was illegal for them to buy uh, uh xrp up in uh new york for whatever reason new york mm-hmm. just didn't allow it wasn't allowed to be up there um and uh, that was one of the ones that you and i talked about and we liked kind of you know where it was going um right. and so he wanted to get in on it he couldn't so what he ended up doing was buying some bitcoin transferring it to me 
I bought the XRP for him and then transferred the XRP to him. Right. And we were able to do that, uh, you know, without Uncle Sam watching over our back and kind of deciding what we can and can't do. Um, so I saw firsthand the freedom that it can give you. Um, and I like that. I, I like the lack of, of bureaucratic kind of, you know, uh, infestation. You know, we were just two people wanting to do something. We could do it. Um, do I think that there's a downside? Of course, there's always a downside. I mean, people act like people don't, you know, use cash to buy drugs and kill hitmen and, or, you know, hire hitmen. And it, it, come on, man. Cash crypto, has been around. Crypto and, makes it easier. Um, <laughs> it, 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 does it though? I mean, yes. does it? Yeah, there's easier a than specific cash? point. There's a specific coin for uh for well no dude cash is not easy by the way uh as a person that uh had well, to not uh, those amounts bring and send know. money to to different countries um cash is very difficult to send out of the country uh, yeah, in those amounts yeah take out of the country yeah but so, I could walk so I could walk across so any border easier. with a hundred dollars on my pocket nobody's gonna say a word a hundred yes yeah. so um anyways my point is is I I at the end of the day what makes it different is the blockchain stuff where essentially it's 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 backed up on multiple computers at once as opposed right. to one thing where right. I, I'm not going to sit here and explain blockchain. Cause frankly, I don't understand yeah, it yeah, all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Forget that. Forget um, that. But I will say though, that I do believe that cryptocurrency is going to be the future. Do I think that we're going to have like, you know, 700 different ones? Probably not. Mm -hmm. There'll be like two or three that are the major ones that most people have, which it's already kind of happening with Bitcoin and Ethereum. Um, but the naysayers who say it's not, I think a lot of those people are just trying to hold on to power. I think, so you think I think, well, I think the naysayers are either A, people who are just overwhelmed and confused and just don't want to right. do anything with it, or right. the people who have a very vested interest in keeping the status quo the way it is. Right. And right. I think right. both of those right. people are just wrong. I think crypto is going to be the wave right. that, is, that the future is going to have. Right. So so do you think that everybody should have a, a little piece in it, should put some money in it? I don't think you should ever invest what you can't afford to lose. So, I mean, right. I think if you're in a position where you have some extra money and you can afford to lose it, if it doesn't go the way you want it to go, then right. it's not a bad investment, right? I mean, huh. let's say you have like a hundred bucks, right? If a hundred bucks isn't a tremendous amount of money for you, if it's something that you can right. afford, maybe right. it's something you would blow this weekend on just going out to eat or whatever. Right. Maybe you don't go out to eat this weekend and you put it into something, um, right. you know, and, and you never know. Maybe it turns out well for you. I also am a believer in the stock market too, though. Like, I think if you have right, the ability right. to get into stocks, I think you should. Like, I, right. I'm, I'm a firm believer in investing in yourself as opposed to just blowing money. What's what about that question right there? Richard's asking from uh, what is he on Facebook Live? Facebook Live, Richard Coleman. Yeah, he's on Facebook. He says, uh, "How easy is crypto to freeze or keep people from using if they are targeted?" Um, I don't know what you mean by targeted. Um, I will say though that, uh, like right now, I have crypto, but I have it in a uh, off. Uh, having a ledger basically which is off the internet so nobody could do anything it's essentially like cash in my pocket um and if if uh if the cryptocurrency that i have is is accepted as form of payment then yeah i can just walk up and pay with it at the moment i'd have to convert it but at some point we might not have to like for instance if uh the crypto in reference is is Bitcoin. Bitcoin's widely accepted in many different places. So if I have Bitcoin in my pocket, nobody even knows I have it. I can go pay for it. Um, so I don't, it would be very difficult to freeze in that instance, I think. Right. But I don't know all that. Once again, right. I don't well, know I, all I the ins and outs of it. Right. Well, I, I, know, I know Dana doesn't get it. Dana doesn't get it. Most people um, don't. <laughs> you know, anytime I'll tell her, and, and if, I, if I say no for anything, you know what I mean? And not that I have the power to say no, but we're a couple. So when there's like money to be spent and we talk about it, I like to use the word no. No is a very, very <laughs> yes, healthy word. No. I think no, 
I, I, I wish that no meant no, uh, but it doesn't. Um, no. Not in this case. And so, so when we have these conversations, I'll be like, nah, babe, not, not let's not let's not do that. And she'll always go, what about that money you have in crypto? Can we use that? <laughs> it's like she looks at like invisible, like like when is that when is that going to do something? And here's the thing with crypto. So 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 this is the thing with crypto. Even though I said I'm I'm putting this money in this cryptocurrency for five years, babe, five years. That's it. But but she she saw these these reports and I used some of these reports to convince her that we're going to stick some money in there for right. five years. Uh, you know, these these like these kids that all of a sudden had became millionaires. So I, yeah. I, weirdly, I've treated a couple of people that were broke, completely broke in the real world, the real world, uh, living in cars, homeless, drug addicted. You know how they paid for treatment? Crypto. They pulled out crypto cash and they had thousands and thousands of dollars. But drug dealers weren't taking crypto at the time. So <laughs> good, good job, thankfully. Um, so anyway. So I had told her these stories, right? So that's I use that stuff to say, you know, look, stock market we know percentages, small percentages, right? You you put money in securities and you put money in in stocks, bonds, things like that. You you, you get small percentages, a, a half a point, one point, three percent max, uh, you know, on your money after a year. Uh, I said this has some weird potential. This has potential like blowing up. It, you can get four hundred percent on your money. You can get thousands of percent on your money. So why not, right? It's right. not a big risk when you don't put a lot of money in it, but there's a huge upside to it. And yeah. so, but I think what it's doing is it's giving our younger generation, this is, this is where I think the stock market's going to go away if crypto continues, because the young generation is no longer satisfied with making pennies on their yeah. dollar. Yeah. Because now they all have this outrageous, I know so many of them that take their whole paycheck, especially if they still live at home, they take their whole paycheck and stick it on Bitcoin. The yeah. whole paycheck. It's like, wait a minute. That's not the way any kind of investment should be, where you put 100% of your money in one thing. That's not diversification. Um, plus, when you take money and you're, you're not – if the younger generation is not putting it in the stock market, that's a lot of companies that really depend on the movement of our funds and the movement of our money you know, for things to operate. So I, I'm a little bit torn on, on how this is going to affect uh, not only the, the – the our brain which is it's crypto is like the fast food of investing you know it's like i want it now i want it now i want it, i want to make money now because <laughs> you could look at it 24 7 man i even found myself doing it before you know oh it went up five cents went up a, ooh, right. you know like that commercial says i'm a millionaire i'm not a millionaire i'm a millionaire i'm not <laughs> yeah, a millionaire yeah that is exactly what crypto is like but what is that doing to our expectations trinity in regards to the reality of investing and what is that doing to to our ability to invest in something that may be a little bit safer for the long haul and for retirement, I, I feel there's a lot of younger people that are going to be putting money in things that, that they it really should be in, in some stable retirement as well. Uh, and I, I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to say, you know, don't play video games. You're never going to get paid by playing video <laughs> games. And then we see what happens. Uh, but but I guess you see my point, right? I'm a little yeah, concerned. I, I, think it's gonna, I think it's going to change them both. I think it's going to change our expectations, but I also think it's going to change investing as we know it. Because, I mean, look what happened with the whole GameStop thing. Right, like the like, so the internet has done some really horrific things to society, mm -hmm. to people, to you know relationships. The list goes on, but it's also done a lot of really good things too. Right. It's brought, it's been able to bring you know uh, notoriety and eyeballs to things that didn't previously have them. It's done, it's been able to make major change where previously it would have been almost impossible to do. And I think mm -hmm. right now, it's it's awoken a lot of people. To the idea mm -hmm. of investing and and mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be the way it once was right like the mm -hmm. gamestop thing showed 
a chink in the armor to the man, right? Right, right, know, right, right. In this instance, the man were these massively powerful multi-billion dollar companies who, right, based upon the documentaries that I've seen, let's face it, they kind of hedge their bets, right? They control the market. It really yeah. is difficult for the little man to come in there and make billions of dollars. It's just, it's very difficult to do. Yeah, is it technically possible? Sure, but you're, it's really difficult and you're going up against this massive, massive entity, right? Um, and they have these things called dark pools, man, where they're even, they're selling, it, it's just, it's a lot deeper than I ever thought it was when I started watching yeah. some of this stuff and how much they control the market, right? right? And so finally though, with the internet and crypto and everything else, the little man was like, well, wait a minute. We know just enough to be a thorn in your side and make things a little bit difficult. So they started messing with with, with GameStop, and those mm -hmm. massive companies lost billions of dollars in a very short period of time. Yeah. And then instead of letting them win, what they did was they changed the rules of the game in the middle of the right. game, right? right. And so I think what that did is it awoke certain sleeping giants, and there's now – um, Yeah, it woke them up. It's a, uh, but what it's causing now is certain uh, uh, regulations and stuff are starting to come into play. Like they overplayed their hand, and now they they woke people up who who are starting to make some some changes. So, um, moving forward, I think that that it's going to change both. I think it's going to change right. both our expectations. This idea of getting a two percent return or three percent return annually and being happy with that, those right. are going by the wayside. But also the idea that you have to do it this way, I think it's also going by the wayside. Well, maybe because. The when you steal from the rich man on Wall Street in those companies, what you're forgetting is that's a lot of regular people's money in that rich man's control on Wall Street. Your parents' sure. retirement, my parents' retirement, the world's retirement uh, is there. So you can act like attacking a rich man is not going to create a ripple that's going to hurt all of us. But when you destroy large corporations and large companies and the rich man, you actually affect everybody, which is what we're seeing right now with gas prices, what we're seeing right now with food prices, food shortages, this shortage, that shortage. You know, because when you start attacking and squeezing companies and not allowing them to perform, they struggle. When they struggle, look, they still have to meet a bottom line. They still have to feed their families, too. I think this world thinks many people in this world think that the janitor and the frontline worker is the only worker that matters. That's not true, man. Every right. person on that chain matters. Everybody, yeah. you may be focused on those that are your co-workers, but that doesn't make people in different levels of work wrong and evil. Everyone's equally as important. Let me tell you something. Yeah. If you were making $250,000 a year, would you be in the same position? You, you think you would. You might think you would. I could see somebody already said, I would. I would feed this and I would, I would donate <laughs> 50%. Yeah. Sure you would. Let me tell you something. When you're writing a check to somebody else for $100,000 or $200,000, let's let's talk then. But until then, let's not have this conversation. When it's free money, maybe it feels like. But when you work hard for it, and these people do work hard, you know, a lot of these people that are that are super rich, they wake up at 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning when you're still, you know, probably going to bed, you know, uh, and, and they're working. And they work all the way until the night. And all day long they work. And every holiday they work. They're not just hanging around in Aruba. They're not. I think I think <laughs> yeah. uh, regular everyday people take a hell of a lot more vacations than than the wealthy take, to be honest with you, take a lot more time off and relaxation time and spend a lot more time with their families than the wealthy. I've treated a lot of wealthy people. They're really not spending all that time with their family. They're, they're spending all that time, you know, typically building businesses and opportunities for a lot of people. So so uh, 
what I view crypto though, then that's a separate issue. So, so when I view crypto, I look at it like something that's very confusing, but the upside seems to be really cool. Uh, like you said, Trinity, if you, if you invest in it, something that's, that's that, that you can live with to lose, uh, then that's fine. If you have diversified your portfolio, then I think you should diversify your portfolio with crypto. Obviously, uh, you know, we're big fans of, of, of some certain, uh, crypto. I mean, should we say it? I mean, why can't we say it, Trinity? Why can't we tell people to go buy a certain one? If we want them to, well, I'm not going to tell people to buy us? anything, but I will say the ones that I'm invested in. I, I have, I, I say go buy it because you'll help me. <laughs> no, <not really. laughs> no, no, um, no. But I mean, like, look, we're not brokers. We're not, we're not, we're not, we're not, we're not financial geniuses. We're not people that that are qualified to tell you which ones to buy. But you know, I have no problem telling you where where, where my money in crypto is. I got money in Bitcoin. I got money in Ethereum. I got money in XRP. Those are the main ones. There's a couple of smaller ones other than that, but those are really the, the, the three that I, I pay attention to. Um, when one goes up, they all go up. When one goes down, they all go down. That's what I see. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm also in in XRP and Bitcoin, and then I have some in XLM, which you do as well. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. I don't have any Ethereum yet, but Ethereum has been a good producer, man. So you yeah. know, it, it it has a lot of good upside to it that I've liked and enjoyed. So so I mean, those are the three that that I stick to. And I, I mean, they create them every day, and you know, <laughs> there's uh, new ones all the time. Yeah, I don't really pay attention all to that. I mean, the one I'm really most interested in is 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 uh to be honest with you is those those three. But uh, XRP is probably has the most upside that I yeah. hope because uh, I, I bought in so cheap, right? You know, yeah, um, no, like I when agree. it was down to, to less than 40 cents, it was down less than 40 cents over the weekend. I, I, <laughs> I, bought, I bought more. I bought more. Yeah, I did not. But I thought about it. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, yeah, I've got friends with with I a considerable amount of coins. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but anyways, I, I don't know. I definitely think, though, that that uh, uh, crypto is going to be the future. Uh, moving forward i do i this right. idea that it's going to die down it's a fad I, I i don't buy into that at all i think that we're moving right, in right. that direction right everything's right. becoming digital right. man i mean right now even think right. to yourself when was the last time you really carried cash you know what i mean some do of course there's outliers but the average yeah. person today yeah. isn't walking around paying for things in cash they're just not yeah. they're paying with credit pay. cards they're paying with credit cards they're paying with apple pay that you know they're not using cash very much it's right. just it's a really inconvenient thing to do yeah. these days you're right. But 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 I do like the guys on TV that go buy silver, buy gold, buy silver, buy gold. You're yeah. right. Tangible You're thing. right. I, I agree. I think I think you should have silver and gold, you know. Sure. Uh, just, Why not? Again, don't come to my house, you know, cuz yeah, <laughs> I might have silver, I might have gold, but I also have bullets. You know, yeah. so, exactly. so it's just one of those kind of things. But yeah, you should have things that make you feel comfortable. Land has always made me feel comfortable. Property, property makes me feel comfortable. I don't yeah. I think you should you should own rather than rent. I think renting is, just, you know, paying someone else's mortgage, uh, which is why my children are focused on purchasing rather than, than, than yeah, uh, rent. Best uh, best decision I ever made when I was 20 years old is I bought the mm -hmm. house that I'm currently in right now. Right. And this right. house has given me a place to stay. It's provided, you know, for my family. And right. it's most likely going to provide for my retirement at some point in the future. All right. All right. So, so enjoy it. Hopefully you all play a little bit in crypto. I'm curious to see, you know, which ones you like and, you know, why. Um, again, uh, you know, uh, I don't have no problem saying it. XRP is my favorite uh, to, to, to that. I want, that's the one that I want to see produce the best. <laughs> you uh, and me both brother. You and me both. To be honest with you, XRP. So uh, if you want to, to play XRP with us, get an XRP game with us and, and get some XRP. And I want to hear about it. Um, right but I think that's cool. All right. Next topic. Uh, yeah. The next one. And the last one is uh, the, oh. the, the <laughs> yeah, the, the current laws and the current, 
argument slash debate that's been happening. Um, and, and it kind of started here in our own state of Florida. Oh, um, Louisiana, Louisiana is on board now. Um, I think there's other states that are starting to talk about it. Um, but it, the hotly debated topic of if and when to teach sexuality slash gender fluidity to children in wait, school. Wait, what? Gender what? Fluidity, meaning fluid. You you could be a boy yeah. or a girl or X or whatever you want to call yeah, yourself. But, but fluidity kind of means it, it it fluctuates. Well, you from day to day. It, it, there's no rule that says it doesn't. So what, what, wait, what are we saying the school should do or should not? What, what is what is happening legally then? What? So legally, like I'll I'll do Florida because I'm more well. Yeah, let's just do Florida. Let's do Florida. People could tell us about their state. Um, so right now there was a law that was recently signed in through our governor, uh, Ron uh -huh. Santez. Um, it was publicly for those who did not support it. You yeah. might, ref you might remember it being referred to as the don't say gay bill. Oh yeah. Channel 13 was yes. all up about that. Uh, and every um, news network on TV. Correct. Uh, however, if you looked into the actual bill, first and foremost, yeah. the word gay never appeared in it. Uh, number two, it had nothing to do with saying gay or not saying gay. Essentially, right. the, the nuts and bolts of the bill was saying from uh, school ages from K to three. So kindergarten, first grade, second grade, and third grade, they did not want the teachers as part of the curriculum in a public school to talk to or teach the children about uh, uh, transgenderism and, and gender fluidity. Okay, so so they didn't so, want to basically talk to the kids from K to three about boys becoming girls, girls becoming boys, and vice versa, and all the in between. So this had to happen because you're apparently somebody was wanting to to talk about this? even even okay. that has been that even saying? that even that has been debated, right? Uh, some individuals claim that it's being you know, it's, it's a widely accepted topic in schools while others claim that it's not. Um, I don't know, uh, you know, I don't know what kind of proof or evidence they have on either side of it. I just know that um, somebody felt strongly enough about it to actually create a bill saying, we're going to make a rule that says you can't do that. And then there was other people out there who got really upset and said that you shouldn't make that rule. So take that for what you want it to be. So, so, well, all right. <laughs> Both of us have had kids. Um, well, I still do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I don't. I I'm I'm more used to schools throughout my life of dealing with schools, either me being in it or or having children in it. I'm more used to schools saying we don't touch on those issues because we just teach these things. Those are your parent responsibility. That's you. That's for you to teach. Your, your religion is for you to teach. That's why we don't pray in school or have religion in school. Your faith and your belief system, your philosophies, that, that's that's yours. So that's why we don't teach that in school. That's a specific class based on it. Um, so what you're saying is there was either a fear or a reality that schools decided to get into the game of teaching something very specific uh, that yeah. is this controversial. And the only reason it's controversial is because we are in a, a in a world where many people do have faiths and yeah. it doesn't mean they're wrong. It means that you might not have their faith and, but we can't get angry with someone for having a faith and a belief in something different 
than than this, especially when faith and science seem to be aligned in the you know how often all right so trini how often how often in our <laughs> lifetime how often in our lifetime i don't know maybe i'm wrong somebody correct me if i'm wrong how often in our lifetime has faith and science been aligned yeah i don't remember any to be honest with you that's that was always the the fight right it was faith for science right um, so yeah this but is the, the first but on time this topic, they're kind of they're aligned uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. For the they're, most part, they're aligned. You you know, I mean, I learned chromosomes. Like, are you telling me they're going to change that class? Like when I had to learn about XY chromosomes, no. is that no longer the case? No. So all right, I'm going to do my best. To sp I'm not an expert in this in any, by any means. Yeah. Um, I have my own personal views on this, obviously. Right. Um, right. Well, maybe we should it, preface by by both of us are not anti-gay. So let, nobody try to no. frame this as an anti-gay conversation. <laughs> yeah. No, then you're wrong. All right, so um, go, go ahead. It, it's my understanding that uh, the individuals who are arguing um, the uh, the four in this situation, I guess, um, are, are their belief system is sex and gender are two different things. There's biological sex, which is the what you were born with, the chromosomes and the sexual organs. And then there's right. gender, which is a construct. Um, I don't personally Wait, go on that. that what? Gender is a construct. That's their perspective. So gen gender is an opinion. Gender is an opinion. Gender is not a fact. That's their. They separate sex and gender. Um, I don't personally operate under that belief system. Um, I think now once again, I, I'm not in that camp, so I can only I can't speak for them. But I've watched quite a few debates on this and listened to different arguments. Um, what I the conclusion that I've come to is it, it and once again by any means if anybody's watching this feel free to correct me. Yeah, um, it appears to me as if they have uh, decided essentially that like certain masculine traits are thereby man, and certain feminine uh, traits are thereby female. Meaning it's a construct, uh, not to make it oversimplistic, but like you know getting in there and doing dishes is woman's work kind of a thing, and and if you don't or like uh, um, little girls like to play with dolls, little boys like to play with GI Joes. Well. Maybe their little girl wants to play with GI Joes, and so it's it's not a, a gender thing. But for me personally, that's not how I identify gender. Like, yeah, me neither. Just because you like to do certain things, or you believe a certain way, or you conduct yourself right. a certain way, to me that does not describe your male manness or your womanness. Right. Um, so that's where I fundamentally kind of disagree with this concept myself. Um, having said that before we get in too deep into the, the weeds on that one, right, as right. it pertains to schooling, as somebody who has uh, uh, four kids, right. And three of them are still in school. One graduates uh, next week. Uh, my, my two little ones are still very much in middle school, get ready to go into high school. Um, my daughter right. has come to me and has had quite a bit to say about sexuality and what you are, what you aren't, things of that nature. Uh -huh. um, and the thing I kept trying to tell her was maybe right now, you're none of those things right now you're a kid and right now you should focus on being a kid and going with whatever feelings you have those are natural but don't try to label don't be in such a rush right now to label things right if you haven't been sexually active with anybody then you don't know what you are right you have attractions but that's like me telling you i'm a millionaire i can't really call myself a millionaire until i have a million dollars in the bank i might want to be a millionaire i might think it's great but i'm not really one yet and so what I was trying to tell my daughter was like, look, I don't care what you end up being in life, what path you go down, but I, I would prefer for you to wait to address that when it's really necessary. And in the meantime, 
focus on just being a kid. Enjoy being a kid. Leave, leave these complicated, complex things and, until later on, right? Because how many little girls were tomboys who in today's world would be labeled as transgender, but they were just tomboys. Now they're very girly now. Like So you have your whole life to worry about these things and think about them. And I, I don't really feel comfortable with my children's school teaching them whatever their belief system is as opposed to i want my children to learn reading writing and arithmetic when they go to school i want them to learn things that's going to help them hold down a job help them be productive as adults help them you know buy a house and, and have a family i want the school to teach them those things i would rather myself and my family be responsible with teaching them about sexuality and gender and, and things of that nature personally so i'm for the bills that have been put in place for not talking to them from K through third. Because once again, we're not talking about high school here. We're not talking about, you know, secondary education and college. We're talking about kindergarten to third grade. Um, I I don't think my children from K to three were interested, let alone able to really comprehend the complexities of everything that's included. Not to mention, and I know I'm I'm going on here, but I have a lot to say about this one. Uh, Over the last Mm -hmm. couple of years, so had you my perspective has been enlightened more so in the last couple of years than it ever has been. And that's because we've had COVID. So my daughter who's graduating high school next week, a couple of years ago when COVID was really kind of hitting, we were doing homeschooling. And it's one thing, as you know, when I pick up my kids from school, I ask them every day, how was your day? What'd you learn? And whatnot. It's one thing to hear them give me their interpretation of what they walked away with. Once again, it's usually like a little 20-second snippet of their entire eight-hour day. Um, It's another thing, though, when my daughter was here day in and day out, and I could hear the teachers teaching them through the computer. So I got to hear some of the stuff that was being said, and I was not happy with it. I actually ended up writing a, a, a note or an email to the principal to which the principal said to me, hey, you know what? You're 100% right. That's inappropriate. And he talked to the teacher. But essentially, it was a history class. And this the, the teacher was giving their political views on the current election that was happening. And, and they were giving a bunch of rhetoric right. and their, their, their one-sided belief, which, hey, if that's what you're going to do, fine. But you need to have the other side on there as well to give their opinion. Otherwise, you're indoctrinating now because you're not, right. you're not appreciating the power and the influence you have because you're the authority in the room. And so mm. I would rather them stuck to their curriculum. So having experienced that, the idea that then those individuals are also going to be in charge of trying to influence my children when it comes to sexuality and gender based upon their own belief systems, their own histories or whatever, I'm not comfortable with that. That's not why I send my children to public school. So I'm for the laws mm. that are being put in place. I know I talked a lot there, but I had a lot to say. So. Yeah, um, you know, and I, and I kind of agree with this thing that Marissa is saying. I never knew my teacher's political leanings. Yes. Uh, neither, did, ni- neither did I. I, I don't think we should. Um, and, and I'm going to venture to say that these teachers, they don't necessarily say they're giving a political leaning. They're probably saying I'm saying fact or these are facts. Yes. Um, yes. Just like if, you know, anytime you give an alternative fact, you hear that them say you know oh you must saw that on fox which is one channel uh, instead of the, the <laughs> yeah. other channels as if as if cnn never lies um look yeah. they're all leaning cnn leans fox leans uh, channel 13 here locally leans and it's not supposed to it's not a political news and it leans uh, it's very obvious uh in, in many of the things they say and focus on and the stories they give um 
all shows lean the, sh the tv shows lean you can hear what they say um yeah. you know we we talked about video games last week the video games lean now um they give you yeah. their political opinion everybody leans and and so uh the point that the school is is we have to protect our schools from leaning we just do i think it's important to to protect our school from leaning just like uh uh, like anywhere else. I mean, more than anywhere else. Look, we definitely want them to know math. We want them to know science and science is not science isn't fluid, right? Science isn't, isn't fluid. Um, but saying that that doesn't mean that when you're an adult, uh, if you choose a certain path, that's on you. If you choose a certain path because you feel like, you know, I've always been this way. I've always felt like this way. Then, then by the time you're an adult, you're going to realize, man, it's, 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 a, it's a constant. Then it's a pattern of thought. It's a pattern of thinking. And if there's a pattern, then go with it, man, go for it. Uh, you know, nobody should ever fault you for that. Um, but if you would, if you would have jumped that gun too early, it's almost like getting that tattoo or too early, right? Like, have you ever seen people's tattoos that they got when they were teenagers? <laughs> of course. Yeah. It's never the tattoo they would have gotten at 30. It's never, um, you know, very, it's always, that's where you see the little scooby-doos you know that's where you see the little pot leaves <laughs> you know you don't right. find a lot of 30 year olds going out there and just getting a really uh crappy little pot leaf uh sure. tattoo you know uh or a 420 tattoo or or a little snoopy tattoo that's typically you know something that people get when they're kids because it's it's right. when you're younger you you just have different likes i, lo I love that one uh, what was that thing that that richard had said uh, let's put that back up there he had said sorry my six to nine year olds uh, kids have a hard time deciding on cheeseburgers versus chicken fingers let alone uh, deciding <laughs> yes their gender i i agree with that um also let's 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 not forget one major aspect of this as a counselor and now i'm going to come to you from a professional opinion oh boy and not those therapists that are out there just on the band on the bandwagon from a real professional opinion where people are traumatized to the point where they start using drugs and alcohol and they start cutting themselves and hurting themselves and get suicidal i'm going to come for you from that perspective a lot of times when you're dealing with young children and they come to you with these adult topics of, of feeling a certain type of way or thinking a certain type of way, many, many times, it's not from a scientific or a gender fluidity, fluidity thing. It's from an abuse thing. It's from either sexual trauma or somebody berating somebody, either, you know, abusing that person. Now, we should get to the bottom of that first. Right. We should get to the bottom of why is this topic even in a young child's head in the first place? Because if the, somebody Agreed. would have done that with my life, if they would have backtracked the behaviors I was exhibiting and start asking the right questions and looking at the real details, they would have known early on something that I didn't come to realize until I was, what, 24 to 26 years. I was about 24, about 24, 25 years old. It took me that long to realize that something had happened to me as a little kid. That's a long time. Now, but if then if I look back and I go, how did nobody ever see the signs? Well, because we weren't taught signs. So instead of trying to immediately use a child to fulfill your personal agenda because of your pains and sufferings, I'm not trying to do that. I'm simply trying to say there was something that obviously happened that if your kid starts talking about sexuality or sexual issues, you should start talking to that kid. Real early on, somebody would probably said, man, did something happen to Louis? You know, whether it be physical, sexual, some did something happen to this kid? Because look at the way he's exhibiting his behaviors. Instead, you know, go in the corner, go in the corner, go in the corner, shut up, shut up, sit down, shut up, sit down. You know, what I'm saying is that's where we should be and where we should stay. We should stay is 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 maybe be watchful and communicate it. I have no problem with that. And sometimes schools overstep their bounds in that. We've had shows on that, Trinity. 
We've had conversations yeah. that sometimes they overstep their bounds and they see a trauma or pain where there's not trauma and pain. However, I'd rather err on the side of, of caution rather than err to the side of identification and labeling. For a group, and I'm going to say usually the, the socially progressive group does not like labeling, right? That's been the history. Don't right. label me. Don't label me. Don't identify me by anything. Well, then let's not identify and let's not label. Let's let, let it evolve. I prefer the, 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 the uh, sexual evolution in your own head to evolve into whatever you want it to be. But let's rule out that it comes there by way of sexual trauma or, or you know, maybe the likes and dislikes you have are based on some sexual trauma. Let's talk about that. Let's rule that out. Stuff that we're ne we never talk about. For some reason, never gets talked about. We we know that there's many males that have been then sexually abused, and and luckily mine was of a woman from a woman. But if it was a man, I, I would have probably never admitted it. Not even on this show, I probably would have never admitted it at, for, due to shame right. and, and other reasons. I would have probably stayed silent my entire life, never admitting to my family, never admitting to myself that I was sexually traumatized by by a man. Luckily, it was a woman, and therefore, for some reason, I just feel a little bit more uh, open and able to do that. Right, but. You know, that was a trauma issue, right? So what if it was a man? So instead of me liking older women all my life and always seeking out that older woman all my life, what if what if it was a man that had abused me and I started seeking out men all my life? So you would have said that I was born that way? You would have said that, that I should be able to identify that way instead of ever realizing, no, I was sexually abused to think that that was a good feeling. I was sexually abused to believe that that was a normal feeling and that, the society just didn't want me to have that feeling and all the manipulation and lies that that person was telling me was actually the reality. And those were good things that they were saying that that was the right person. That wasn't the wrong person. That's what you would have been telling me. No, luckily it was an older woman. And as I realized, wow, man, why am I so attracted to older women? Then, then it, then it clicked, man, an odor one day, a smell one day in public. I, know I was actually in, in the garage when a flood of memories came through. And when that flood of memories came through and hit me, it was like uh, visions. All these little memory pictures came and blah, 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 just like they say in the movies, just like they say. And I curled up in a little ball and, and I'm 24, 25 years old. I'm already a counselor. I'm already counseling people. And, I'm, and I find myself, my wife finds me in the, in, in the tub, curled up in a fetal position, just tearful about it. Like, I can't believe that actually happened to me. And I really did that. I really did the, the, the uh, stereotypical you know, curled up and going, oh, my God, I can't believe that happened to me. Right. Now, once I admitted it to her and talked about it, it was like, oh, my God, I was relieved. I was relieved because then it made everything make sense. It made so many things make sense of why I was active the way I was. I was never satisfied the way I was, the way I liked the things that I liked and all. That. It all made sense. Yeah. So let 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 children evolve. If you want to talk to them, talk to them. But there's a lot of therapists out there, and I'm going to point to you because I've fired a lot of you before, who push people to believe there's abuse when there's no abuse. Push people to look at their parents a certain way when they shouldn't. Let some of that evolve. Listen. Listen. And help them process. Don't guide. Don't identify. Don't, don't, don't push your own personal freaking agenda. Listen. Just keep your ears open and help them process what feelings they're experiencing. We don't give advice. We don't give identification. We don't label. Not if you're a real therapist or a counselor. You don't do that. So we as a society, if therapists aren't supposed to do that, if counselors aren't supposed to do that, then you think a teacher should? 
<laughs> exactly. You, you think anyone that you're sending your kids should? Absolutely not. No. We don't want that. The only the only way we should be teaching this subject in a school is from only a scientific perspective, not a religious perspective, yeah. not a, a, a socially appropriate perspective, only from a scientific perspective. And, and then, at an age-appropriate time. At an age-appropriate time. But let them know. Socially, there's going to be a lot of things that may be flowing through your mind, and you're going to be able to explore those things later on. But right now, we're going to stick to the X's and Y's, and even the XXY's. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, that's, that's one of the examples be. that's brought up is is – you know, uh, they kept saying the 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 people who are for it were, were saying that there's many times where maybe one of the students sees that another student has two dads and asks them right. about that. Right. Um, and, and and to be honest with you, as a parent, I want them to say, well, you know, you should go home and ask your mom about that or your dad about that. Right. Right. And when my kids come to me, and ask me about that. I'll sit down and I'll explain to them, you know, what's going on there. Like, it's not the school's job. Like, you don't have to explain every single thing. That's not your stay in your lane. Your yeah. lane is to teach, you know, whatever subject you're in at that moment. And that's what you yeah. should stay focused on. And if you don't, if it's outside of your purview, you know, say, hey, that's a question for your parents. You know, it's, I'm, it's I'm that pretty simple. sure it's not the science class. I'm pretty sure it's not the science. I, I'm going back in my head to all my science teachers. I can't <laughs> see them having this conversation. I really can't. No, that probably was, not. No, they wanted the Bunsen burners. They wanted me to open up eyeball up. <laughs> yeah. You know, they. I don't see the science teachers saying, "Hey, I want to change my curriculum." You know, that, that's that's, yeah. that's that's not the case. And, and and here's the other thing: I do realize, and and it's very unfortunate. I do realize that there's a small percentage of, of individuals that are born with 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 both sets of genitalia, but I don't think there's as many to 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 change a whole thing you know what i mean like like there's there's also a percentages of people that are born uh with all kinds of other disabilities but we don't change the world for that you know there are smaller yeah. percentages of, of individuals you know with, i'm going to stick to the easy one blindness we have actually schools for the blind for that purpose right, right? because you know our schools just aren't they're just not made for blind people they just aren't you know, right. and we've had blind people for how long how long have these blind, poor blind <laughs> people suffered with an injustice the injustice of the world, right? Like yeah. it's so, it is really horrible. Can you imagine me born blind? Like nothing yeah. is made for blind people, man. Everything has yeah. to be specific for blind people, you know? So, yeah. so we have special schools for that now. So if there are things like this, then maybe we should develop specific places for, for, for people who are that obviously going to be questioning that. So like if the doctors test real early on, and they see this child was born with two sets of genitalia or blankety blank, or the chromosomes are not are lined up in a way where we know this person is going to have to make a decision, which, which way to go or no way to go. They can make the decision and not pick. Right. Then, then, then there, you can identify that, that child at birth, <laughs> yeah, right. right? We don't need yeah. to wait till kindergarten and we don't need a teacher to identify it. The, the, the doctor did it, could do it right there at birth. Right. Uh, so I don't know. It's a complex issue. And, and, and very complex. The sad, thing. the sad thing is that, you know, uh, although we've grown up in a very homophobic time, Trinity, because I know I grew up in a very homophobic Same time around a lot yeah. of homophobia. I have come to love uh, my gay brothers and sisters. And, you know, what I mean, I really do enjoy that community uh, tremendously. Um, and, and so I don't want to be put in a situation where I have to disagree with them as a community or fight with them as a community or be hated by them as a community. Cause I really feel like, you know, I, I love 
the you know how many times have i said it even on the couch live when talking addiction i I am inspired by the gay community because they were able to come out and be proud and i think that addicts should also be able to come out and say look you know i've been addicted to something my recovery i'm loud and proud of my recovery i have molded my my outness in my recovery i've molded it based on the gay community and how they came out and forward and very proud uh, in their own way so so I think that really needs to be important. We need to be able to have these discussions without being labeled as homophobic as well, or or labeled as as people that, that well, are hate. Than like love. as yeah, like as an example of that, right? Um, mm. you know, I'm a firm believer personally mm. uh, of you know, there's two genders, as male and female, and that's based upon biology. Um, having said mm-hmm. that, we both know people who are in the transgender community. And if right. I know that they were born a man or a woman and they want me to refer to them as right. a different pronoun, I'm going to because I'm not right. rude. If that's the right. way they choose to live their life, then I'm going to refer to them by their their pronoun that they choose. But that doesn't mean that it's fact, right? Like, like I'm not going to change in my mind the definition of the word because you prefer to be called something different. Does that make right. sense? Like, right. So do I think if, if you all of a sudden came to me tomorrow and said that you want to be re- referred to as Linda and right. you're a woman now, I would right. start calling you she and I would call you Linda because that's the way you are. But do I think that you're actually a woman with the woman reproductive organ? No, I don't. I think you're a right. dude who I, I, wants right, right, to be right. a woman. So, but out of respect for you, I would refer to you by those pronouns. Like, I, I'm not, I don't have a problem with any of that. I just don't mm. like this idea that we have to start changing the definitions of words. Like, I, I don't, we don't right. do that in any other area of our lives. Why that? Right. So, and, 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 and I'd want to rule out whether you got there via sexual trauma. I'd want to rule out yeah. whether, Seems whether this is something that you're struggling with uh, because of some, some issue that may have happened to you. I, I just want to rule that out. Um, you know, that's important. You know, I agree. Um, to, 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 because that's going it, to, it's not going to stop there because if it was, if it did get there by that, it's not going to end there. It's, right. it's, it's going to continue into certain things that you may want, like do that could be self-destructive that you need to look into. And, and, and so just by identifying a, a certain type of way, doesn't end, uh, the emotional struggle you're having on the inside. Don't think that, uh, uh, Mrs. Miss Jenner, uh, doesn't have other issues that require therapeutic intervention or attention just right. because one issue has changed the deeper rooted issues that were there and present prior to that are pr- probably still there prior to that. And let's well, I, I, and I th- think that's indicated in the, well, I think that's indicated in the suicide rates. The trans oh, really? community has the highest suicide rate. I think it's, I don't, it's ridiculously high. Um, yeah. And that rate doesn't go down after surgery. Right, right, right. So right. before or after surgery, their suicide rate right. stays about the same. And it's like right. like four times right. higher than the rest of the, of the world. That's right. And, and, and here's another thing. And, and, and I'll pretty much end with this is, is uh, at least for me personally, Trina, and I want to know your opinion on this and our audience's opinion on this. But to me, your adjectives are a hell of a lot more important to me than your pronouns. Um, <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, like I always say, loud, proud and passionate are my adjectives. Now, I'm going to start putting that behind my name, loud, proud and passionate, because those are my adjectives. And I think a lot you know, I could be identified and I I choose to identify you people by your adjectives rather than your pronouns, because if you're a jerk off, you're a jerk off. I don't care what color you are. I don't care what gender you are. I don't care what you pretend to be. I don't care if you identify as cool. Uh, If you're a jerk, you're a jerk. And so I think that's what's important. I think that that our actions, our behaviors, how we treat other people, we should be identified by how we live and how we treat others, not by the color of our skin, not by the gender, not what what I'm swinging, what I'm not swinging. That, That is not, that is, 
that is so far in the past. That's going backwards. <laughs> yeah. That's not progressive. That's backwards. Wanting to label or take away a label, that's going backwards. Your adjectives is what's important. I'm loud. I'm proud and I'm passionate. You want to throw other adjectives on there? I would. I I love it. You know. But when you compliment somebody, you don't compliment them by their gender. Wow, you're such a man. That's not a compliment. <laughs> oh, you're such a woman. That's not a compliment. But yeah. when you say, you know, you're a very loving person. You're a caring person. You're very kind. Those are adjectives. That's what matters. Pronouns don't freaking matter. And the fact that a therapist or any person in some sort of socially uh, superior status or belief is telling you that your pronouns is what matters and that's going to change your life. That's not going to change your life. That's never going to change your life because I hear a lot of people that have changed their pronouns still be jerky to people they shouldn't have to be jerky to. Now you're a hateful person. Yeah. So it didn't make you a better person. You know? No, man. Look, all of us should just throw away all the freaking pronouns if you want. Throw them all away if you want. I don't care. You yeah, can do whatever really you care. want, man. But just your adjectives matter. And I just choose to be a loving, caring person. And and like I said, loud is the first one. So obviously you just heard me be loud. And, and, and <laughs> I, you, could, you could throw opinionated in there. And, and that doesn't mean I'm right. I'm probably wrong a lot of the times, but it's my opinion. And I'm allowed to be wrong. That's the beautiful thing about being. Yes, sir. Yeah. What do you think? Oh, look, Richard Coleman has some adjectives. Yeah, he says his adjectives are, are handsome and brilliant. There you go, Richard. <laughs> See, he identifies as handsome. He's allowed to. That's right. That's yeah, that's all I got, man. I got to actually go, go pick up my kids from school here in a little bit. So, Oh, my God. That's funny, man. Anyway, um, so you, you don't have any uh, closing parting words? Um, uh, I, I did. We did. We did see. Same. Marissa said that that on one of the couch lives, we have to address uh, whether addiction being a disability. I think we should. All right. So write that down. Trinity is a future topic for the couch live. Is is is, is it a disability? Uh, I yeah. think that's a, a, a great. Uh, well, if we don't have a topic for Monday, let's do it Monday. Wait a minute. Do I? Wait. Did I? Did I or did I? Not? Let me think. Oh boy! Go ahead and do your closing. I'll think. <laughs> uh, you know, I, my closing, I guess, for today's one is just. Um, you know, I, I think it's a complicated world. Um, and I think we do the world and everybody in it an injustice if we don't acknowledge that. Um, we always want to try to simplify things and, and turn into a they and, and them and us versus them and everything else. Uh, it's a lot more complicated than that. And I think at the end of the day, we need to be maintain a, a certain amount of reasonability and understand that, that other people are going to feel differently and they're they're justified in their opinions. Whether we agree with them or not, they arrive to that to that opinion somehow, some way, and we need to respect that process and understand that that we want them to respect our process. We got to do that to them as well, and and somehow, some way, we'll find common ground. And once you find common ground, that's when you can start making some real progress. Right on, right on. And and Trinity Marissa just reminded us that uh, there is a topic that we had for Monday. We talked about it on Tuesday. What was Tuesday's show on Dharma Time? What was the topic? Uh. Gosh, dude, you're asking me my now my memory's being challenged here. Um, I'd have to look that one up. Oh, uh, oh come on, <laughs> come on, Trinity. Wait a minute. No, there can only be one. There can only be one Trinity, right? Forgetful person, and that's me. You can't be okay. Uh, the topic, uh, the topic on Dharma time last week on two or this week on Tuesday was the imposter syndrome. Ah, okay. And so it was based on that that I said. You know, we'll go off and, and because that's always an issue with people in recovery. So um, do you remember that? Uh, you know, but it was a play off of that, the imposter syndrome or not feeling worthy or self-worth, self-worth. 
Okay. Right? Was it self self esteem and self worth? Uh, sure. yeah, we're gonna talk about self worth. So let's put self worth down for this Monday, and then the next Monday after that, uh, Marissa, we'll do uh disabilities. Is addiction a disability? So Trinity, can you write it down? Because I'll forget and you'll forget now. Oh, self talk. Is that what it was, Marissa? That's what it was. Yeah. Self talk. Thank you, Marissa. There you go. Awesome. Self talk. Thank. Bro, let me tell you something. She's already she's already worth the money spent on her. <laughs> which was nothing <laughs> <laughs> but it sounded good it, it didn't did. spend any money on it but it sounded good <laughs> there you go <laughs> we love you marissa thank you very much for all the contribution thank you very much for everybody that joined us today and contributed by 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 uh you know putting up anything by by you know putting a comment whether you're on facebook whether you're on youtube live whether you're on twitch all of you we appreciated you uh, and obviously he is at the dharma guy i am at the dope doctor which i don't see on our thing anymore i don't know did you get right there they are um you can always uh, reach out to us any which way you like any kind of social media or you, you got questions you want a future show you want to talk about uh next friday who knows what we're going to talk about but we do know that we're going to talk about self-talk on monday on the couch live and that's at 8 p.m that's 8 p.m eastern standard time we'll, we'll, we'll be doing it hey from home, even though it'll be a WOKB uh, show. Yeah. And for that We're one, we will not be station. on Twitch. We will we'll only be on uh, Facebook, YouTube, right. and then the local radio stations here. Yeah, the Couch Live does not go on Twitch, and don't ask us why. Uh, right now, that's that's all it is. It's YouTube and Facebook for the Couch Live. Anyway, uh, thank you all very much. Uh, we love you all. Remember, be true to your adjectives. Make sure you let everybody know what your adjectives are. Tell them what their adjectives are to you. And that's how we love each other better, man. We focus on on how we are rather than what we are, you know, because if not, we walk around going, well, I'm a lawyer. I'm a doctor. No, you're not. You're kind. You're jerky. You're nice. Or you're a, you're a you know, I was going to say a bad word, but, you know, somebody's <laughs> mother might be listening. Anyway, my, what? I think my mom is watching. So that's right. And we want to be true. We want to be nice and respectful to her because I'm sure she'd never saw anything negative at the prisons and jails that she worked exactly. at as a corrections officer. But anyway, from Trinity, the Dharma guy, and from me, the dope doctor here from dope and Dharma. Adios, amigos. It's time for a taco. Goodbye. <laughs>